0: And welcome, once again, to a episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and you can find me on Twitter at Bob McDonald. And joining me, of course, is my co-host, Matt Dudek.
1: Hey there, everybody. Bob, I feel like I've talked to you every day this week.
0: You know, every other day, it seems. Yes, I know. I'm not stalking you, I promise.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Things just keep coming up. Um... But Matt, you can find on Twitter at Horizon Matt. You can follow the podcast on Twitter as well at Horizon RT. You can visit us online at horizonroundtable.com and subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found. And Matt, th- this is, I know we, we've done a bunch of these, but this officially is episode 100.
1: I mean, if you don't include, like, the 78 bonus episodes this week, the then The 78
0: yeah. bonus episodes and episode zero. Don't forget about episode zero.
1: Right, uh, so yeah. Sure, so well, we can call this 100 if that makes we, you feel cool.
0: good. This is our 100th official episode, taking out all the the bonus ones we've done. To, yeah, um, we've done, like, a bunch of them this year. It's crazy. This well, year, things this keep week. Com- with, yeah, things keep, just keep coming up and coming up and coming up. But, yeah.
1: Crazy. I know. Um, Let's talk to the new coach. Hey, I know. Let's talk to a player that just entered, entered the transfer <laughs> portal yesterday. Okay, cool. Let's do it.
0: Let's Good do this. And and you know, the next hundred isn't. Yeah, I I at some point in time we're gonna get back get to our summer lull, which um Jesus, is that even gonna be a thing? I mean, last year it wasn't.
1: <laughs> you know, I doubt it because from what we learned from Grant Weatherford yesterday, I there's gonna be an IUPUI fallout coming. You know, we're about to start getting players. Which we're I know we're gonna talk about today signing yeah. like. No, there's really not going to be a huge lull I don't think. And plus everyone's just craving something to talk about or take our minds off of what's going on in this world. So, and I don't think there's do. going to be much of a lull. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, so um so yeah, yeah, I mean, like starting next week. Next week we're we're you know, if you're a Fort Wayne fan, damn it, you better get on it because this next weekend's next week's for you. <laughs> Next week we have uh, we got John Nolan coming on who does the uh, who does the TV broadcast for Fort Wayne. Nice. I, um, I got to I- clarify I had to clarify that because I know because there's a there's, like much like uh, like for example Detroit who has a radio voice and a TV voice separately. Same thing, same concept here at, at Fort Wayne. And incidentally, speaking of Detroit Mercy, of course, we also have Jeremy Otto coming up uh, on the tw- the week of the twenty sixth, and then and then Matt then. The 2020 Jimmy Lemke Fan Battle Royale, which which is actually shaping up as I have envisioned,
1: we're We're getting there. What are we still missing?
0: We are still missing Fort Wayne, although we may have somebody. We're missing Cleveland State. We may have somebody there too.
1: Come on, Craig. Come on, Craig. Do it.
0: I, I don't. I don't want to go. I don't want to don't wanna go down the dark path that I have to. That I'll end up having to go down if there's not a Cleveland State person. Um, we are still looking for a Milwaukee person, a non-broken Milwaukee person. It seems like that's very rare to find. <laughs>
1: Can we, can we, have we posted on their message board yet? Or is their message board alive or are they all dead? Oh,
0: it is, it is. Um, I just don't know. It seems like a very hostile territory from the last time, from, from the discussion we had last year about the, about message boards in general. Uh, So, so I, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little leery. Maybe I'll go tiptoe in. And last, of course, but, and last, of course, not, but not least, or probably least cuz they're last. I U P Y. They are last IUPUI.
1: they do not have fans. That's going to be impossible. I'll I don't
0: understand point. that though. Come on. We just had Grant Weatherford on yesterday. I'm sure you were all really interested in what he had to say and everything like that. He, yes, he's probably not going to play for you next year, but come on. Come I on. I think that's
1: he- awesome. When we when we can get a player on with us who knows the league, talk about the league, but also talk about what they're going through right now. Like, I think that, that that's a great day in our world.
0: That's right. So yeah, anybody else, any other player who's interested in joining us and is in the transfer portal, we are here for you as well, um, because we are. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so so all this stuff and all the stuff we've done in the past, and I cannot, and I guess I can't, I don't want to move forward without thanking a bunch of people because you know we've had like how many do we get if you're if you're a Horizon League fan, there's a good chance you've been on this show at one point in time. <laughs>
1: Yes. yes.
0: So starting with Jimmy, obviously, you know, without me, without Jimmy, I'm not doing this at all, <laughs> like even a little bit. So um, I would say John Durner, but he's banned for life. <laughs> banned for life. <laughs> um, the but also, you know, obviously, thank, and thank you, Matt, as one of our first guests, if you recall, along with Carrick Jones, both of you. But both of you filling in as as guest host as and now you have you know you have uh, uh, transitioned into the permanent uh, permanent co host. That's back Uh, when
1: uh, Carrick used to think that this was a rivalry and you know that he wanted to talk smack about what was going to happen. That hasn't gone very well for us. And Carrick, when this is done, he still owes me dinner. Hasn't been forgotten
0: really come on I thought you guys would have settled up at the uh, at the horizon league tournament last year come on oh
1: no this is from this year he he, he wagered oh. a nice dinner front on this year and he went 0 too
0: wow yeah you owe him sorry sorry Carrick. but yeah it's a, yeah I guess um for those of you who have who are new to the podcast episode one was talking specifically about the Metro series before the Metro series became basically uh non you know one bath. yeah pretty much uh every time and we had Carrick and we had Matt on as our very first guest um not to be confused with episode 0 which was just me and Jimmy bullshit
1: which is not to be confused with episodes 2 through 95 or whenever Jimmy that's yeah, true is.
0: this is true um but also to uh want to thank some of our other guest hosts over the over the last uh over, over the last few years uh Jim Saro. I know he's in uh I he he's filled in uh once or twice i know he's also he's also been uh brian dickman over at fear the phoenix has had him on a few times um for the for his podcast so um we we've sucked jim sarah into the vortex but thank you sir um matthew johns um he who was uh, running his own thing at uh, running his own site, uh, specifically dedicated to Cleveland State. He was on, he he was a guest host a couple of times. I'm sure I'm missing a couple of other people because Kyle, I
1: Craven, see, Kyle Craven got one. Kyle, with, got obviously, one,
0: Kyle. Um, all oh, of our
1: and did the entire, you know, Horizon yeah. League tournament this year. Thanks again, Kyle.
0: That's right. Kyle, absolutely. I mean, can't forget Kyle. Um, you know, John Parker, obviously, the ubiquitous John Parker. <laughs> Also, our, our, all, our all our other writers, who you'll be hearing from very soon, I'm sure, um, because we, we've got some new ones coming on. We got Nick Lawrenson, who's covering right state. I know you guys have already been reading all that stuff. Uh, Brian K, who's going to be—he's your Oakland guy, man. I know you've been waiting for that.
1: Yeah, Any no, time? I think he—I mean, he—he he brings a little bit more uh, credibility, if you will. I mean, he's already a writer, and he's—he—he ha- he has a Horizon League vote, even though we don't yet. So you know I that know. that was a that was a great get i'm really excited he um I know he talked to uh coach campy I think it was yesterday, so he actually has a uh, piece coming out um just from talking to coach campy you know he he he's someone that 's already kind of seen in that world so that that that's and really no cool quality, that he joined yes
0: so yeah i I know that we yeah and I know we have uh, <clears throat> And I know we have uh, for, uh, Alec Quaid, who's going to be running uh, writing for Cleveland State. Also, I got I got a, I got to shout out the mayor too, Don Di Francesco, because he pops in uh, every once in a while and writes a Cleveland State column for us, so, and did all last season. So, shout out to the mayor. And yeah, and for those of you scoring at home, he's the mayor of high school sports, so he spends a lot of time covering high school sports in northeast Ohio, which is you know, but he's also he's also, you know, really into Cleveland State, so that's why um I, I reached out to him long ago to see if he wanted to occasionally contribute and he has as well. So we got a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff that's been going on, and you know, and you you the fans, because we 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 made a conscious decision to get you guys involved because let's face it, you know, nobody wants to hear uh, people talk all the time, uh, uh, you know, two guys talk all the time with nothing. (laughs) I mean, this is why we do, this is why we do want to, you know, we made a conscious decision to do things like the fan battle Royale, like the fall fan forum, um, like the student media forum. We got, you know, shout out to the student media folks, uh, past and present. Um, Side note, yeah. we,
1: for, we forgot Mark Weems when we were talking. We forgot
0: Mark Weems. Oh, come Jesus. on! We forgot Mark Weems. How do you forget Mark Weems? Mark Weems That's has been one our first, I know. And yes, wait, yeah. Mark. Mark has been putting uh, putting together some uh, some of the Youngstown State uh, year season reviews. I'm sure he's going to be kicking that up, uh, starting that back up again this week. Uh, he's already ca- already got a couple things out. I'm sure he's going to have a few more to wrap everything up. But yeah, this is a lot of busy things going on. A lot of you know. It's amazing, and we're doing this when there's literally allegedly nothing going on.
1: Ha! Nothing ha, going on.
0: I knew exactly what was going to happen. The only difference between now and every other year is that our off season started about a month early. That's Life. it. That's it. Um, but so yeah, so thank you all, and thank, thanks to everybody who's ever been on this show. Uh, you know, thanks to all all of our uh, all all of our guests, uh, all of our guests. Who've been on this show? Coaches, ads, um, broadcasters. Okay, yeah. I mean, we've had so many people; it's insane. And we're gonna have. So, we're, you know, yeah. We've had three coaches on. One of them being not here anymore. And then um I did. I I believe I did promise Youngstown State fan that I was gonna go. I was going to attempt to work on getting Jer Calhoun. So yeah, I, I'll work on that too, guys. <laughs> I would love that. Um, I'm working on that. I think that'll probably uh yeah, I got to so Jamie Hall uh you know over at Sports Information at uh, Youngstown State um get ready. I will probably be sending an email this week. <laughs> um but yeah, that's a but yeah, and and yeah, and, and also all the SID's who've been extremely really honestly really helpful. I mean you guys could obviously blow us off blow us off and say what the hell is wrong with you people but you don't by and large and that's awesome even though, oh. and, and shout out to Dying Gleard over at the uh, at the Horizon League too i mean i mean here here's a you know, again a guy who would basically say oh my god what's wrong with you
1: <laughs> Bob, we and, he be careful. It, and he
0: doesn't which is awesome love that
1: we better be careful we're we're starting to almost gain uh, credibility
0: uh well that's all right i'll say something stupid later and we'll be fine or you will i don't know we'll, we'll flip a coin uh, i don't know fair. whose turn of the rotation is it to say something stupid i i feel like i'm I
1: I fine because i've i've been i've been getting some decent uh stories out there this whole year you know and getting credit for things yeah, that weren't I really am, fine by
0: the way yeah what's I mean, ahead we, we... I'm very impressed. By the way, you're transitioning from from dumb fan to informed podcaster, which is awesome.
1: No, I'm still a dumb fan. I prefer that. And yeah. I, I, I got to give a quick shot. You know, I got credit for the uh, Jalen Moore news, which I'm sure we'll probably talk about for a minute. But I That's, want it to be said because I, I don't want it to, to go the wrong direction. That was not my tip. I I got credit for it, but it wasn't mine. Uh, that that goes to J- John Zatorski, who is an OU student. Okay. Um, he he had been talking to Jalen Moore, and Jalen Moore gave him that info, which was great, and I got credit for it. But I I don't want to take things that aren't mine. So shout out to John for uh, for grabbing that. Thanks,
0: Ben. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, yes, and always good to be the bigger man. Awesome. Um, I, I yeah. Although yeah, so uh, you know we we still haven't gotten credit for the Grant Weatherford thing though, even though Grant Weatherford did tweet it out himself like two seconds before he we did. That's fine. And it's okay. We're 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 good with that. We're we're. You we're, we're hey, you know what? You know what? Getting him on was reward enough for us. Yeah,
1: that <laughs> so. was awesome. I mean, we don't get to talk to players often for obvious reasons, so it was nice to talk to somebody. I mean,
0: we could. I mean, we could uh, if we go through the proper channels. We, I'm sure that wouldn't be an issue. I'm sure. Uh, um, I, I don't. Northern, think I'd want Northern to. Kentucky, notwithstanding. Uh, <laughs> and the you know, i'm sure we'll have Kyle on at some point in time to talk all about that but i mean i'll be honest with you i mean that's so that's a whole other animal and it's weird as hell but you know it's whatever i mean i'm not really going to i'm not going to be i'm i'm just thankful for the for the for everybody who has has allowed us a window to be able to do a lot of things and again if you know even if we didn't we'd be still we we'd find some other ways which we have which is awesome so um so that's my spiel and you know anything you want to add to this um because obviously there's you know i i knew i didn't realize i was gonna like go on and on and on the whole time so
1: this is just like a praise us but no um thanks for everyone listening I, i'm surprised sometimes when people message me like yeah i listen to this and you you missed this or you know i've been told I'm, I'm the most uninformed fan ever and you know what that means someone listened to us so i like that <laughs> you know so uh shout out to that person they know who they are um, <laughs> So, no, it's cool to know that people listen to us. Um, You know, we we heard from, you know, Jordan Burnfield, who's like, you know, I listen to you guys because you guys do follow the league, and that's really cool. You know, it helps me start to prep and get a rap on the things that I might want to, you know, address on broadcast. So uh, thanks to everyone that listens. It's cool that people kind of care what we have to say about a league that people tend to not even really care too much about. So I think we're doing cool stuff, and hopefully we can keep building on what we've been doing and... I mean, like I said, the past month we've been on a tear. I've been really, really loving the the people we're talking to and the content, and more of that. More of that's good. That's all I got.
0: Well, you know, we gotta come up. Yeah, we gotta come up with some stuff because then we're gonna be, like I said, we're gonna get into like June or July, and it's like, uh, unless nope, uh, you know, unless, unless when, there's another, unless there's another mutiny.
1: Exactly. That's when Rim's gonna get tossed, and then all of a sudden we're <laughs> right back into this. You know, we just go find the playbook from Cleveland State and just start talking the same points, just changing the names.
0: Except, except uh, where I'm not as as con- uh, well, actually, to tell you, uh, let's be honest, I wasn't that confident in Cleveland State either. So that was not that, that fast, uh, not that fast, not that fast. But you know, you know, not we can't have pleasant surprises all the time in the Horizon League, that just doesn't work out that way. No, but yeah, um, and I actually do want to talk, uh, for those of you who missed the bonus episode of Grant Weatherford, I uh, definitely go listen to that, definitely worth a listen. Um, kind of to summarize it a little bit some of the things that i took away from that besides you know what uh, some of the things that i took away from it was the was i guess the thing i didn't realize which apparently was the uh hiring freeze across the entire iu system um makes sense though it does make sense but and I thought about this, and I heard that when I heard that yesterday, it didn't really register, but I had a little bit of time to think about it. And okay, the I guess this whole thing, the, that whole hiring freeze started, I think, March 23rd or something like that, um, right when IUPUI suspended their search. But here's my question, though. That job has technically been open since the end of August. What the hell have you guys been doing?
1: nothing they've been doing nothing and i mean
0: and more to the point and more to the point iupy hasn't been playing since the beginning of march
1: <laughs> you know i mean
0: since yeah since since they got bounced out of the tournament so you had like a two week window where you could a two week window where you could have finalized whoever you were looking at for the entire year And you didn't. And you can't complain about, well, we didn't have enough time. We didn't have enough time. UIC got their coach in a week.
1: You know, and the the thing I took from it that goes right along with this is that Byron Rim really never had that locker room. It sounds like the players held it together and tried to make the season work. But that should have been known by the AD from, from day one. And they should have been working on this from, you know, from long before the season was over. This, it should, you know. make,
0: yeah, I, it doesn't make any sense. I know. Um, yeah, I, you know, and and don't get us wrong. I mean, again, listen to the, the interview with Grant Weatherford. He was very gracious about his time at IUPUI. You know, he was, you know, he was definitely um, a very he, you know, he's a team guy. And so, you know, he's obviously everything. From what it sounded like, everything he did was for, you know, you know he, you know he was he didn't begrudge his teammates. He he didn't really begrudge Byron Rim all that much. Not at all. I mean, but but you could he, but you know you could he basically verified confirmed what we already kind of knew already is that it wasn't you know it it's. It wasn't a cohesive situation with it within IUPUI. Specifically the rotation. I think we've talked about it too, that they had that such a short rotation, and they could have done so much more of that and they just didn't. And you know, guys and, and guys ran out of gas. That's yeah. why you had you know, that's why you had games where Jalen Tate uh, Jalen Tate, sorry, wrong Jalen. We'll talk about him later, though. Jalen Monette and Marcus Berg go off for like a bunch of points one game, and then are completely neutralized the next. Because you can't, and I think we made it. I think we made the point that you can't do that every single game, and they they couldn't. So it, it just doesn't seem to me like it's an ideal situation. I don't, and he, I. And Grant, I, to his credit, again, wasn't, you know, obviously didn't know if there were going to be others who were going to be who are going to con- for sure leave. But I I really do think that it's probable that we're going to see another mass exodus, And we probably won't see it for a little bit. Grant Weatherford was the first one. And I don't think he's the. I don't think I think it's going to be a couple weeks before we see uh, more. And. I, and it'll probably be probably all the people we've been talking about this whole time getting up and ready to leave, which is going to just absolutely gut IUPUI, and they're going to be starting over in a league where we're trying so, so hard to make sure that, to see everybody do better, and they're going to start from scratch again. Ugh. Yeah, Excellent edition, um... Horizon League. Excellent edition of IUPUI. Makes me completely not miss Valpo. <laughs> totally makes me not miss Valpo. But I and and the funny thing, and I'm sure we'll talk about this with uh, with John Nolan next week, is that you look at the Fort Wayne situation, and they seem to be in a much they seem to be much better positioned to come into the Horizon League than IUPUI was. Because they've had all this, because Fort Wayne has had all this time to kind of gird themselves for the entrance into the into the conference, and from a performance standpoint, I think Fort Wayne has done had been doing a much better job than IUPUI over the time that both of them were in the Summit League, especially within the last few years. Right, and, and John Kaufman, their head coach. Um, he's he's been there for I think this he's just finished up he, he's going into his I think sixth season, so he's a known quantity there. He's definitely had the opportunity to build up the program and build up the program. Whereas when IUPUI came in, they had Jason Gardner. We weren't sure about what he was doing. Um, you know, he had one guy, Cameron Justice. You know, and he, he was he was having having pieces parts. So yeah, that was I don't know. It was it's. I don't like the fact that IUPUI is in the situation it is, but it's not surprising.
1: And, I mean, that's that's generally who IUPUI has been historically, which is why we all question that move when it happened. Outside of a, you know, random Ron Hunter, George Hill, you know, run in the, what, mid-2000s with IUPUI, they, they've never been a great, great play. So, no. but... but and we're
0: stuck with them. And we're freaking stuck with them. It's just ridiculous. <laughs>
1: yeah, they're here.
0: Yeah, I mean there, there's no change. Yeah, for and again, I know we we we've, we've we've belabored this point. We belabored this point, you know, late last year when the decision was made that that Farmers Coliseum was gonna be the home of the horizon league tournament, uh semis and finals. Yeah, um there's no home field advantage there. We'll be lucky if UI even makes it into the semifinals or finals at any point in time in the next five years. I don't care yeah. who's the coach; they're they're probably they they're they're five years away from doing anything, if we're lucky.
1: Maybe exactly, like mm, we'll see.
0: So you, yeah. So so, which is ridiculous. I don't know, but but on this, on the other thing, on to the what, uh, you no. Know, and like I said, we're we're probably going to talk so much more about IUPY in the next few months. It's not even funny, mostly because, you know, we don't know what's going on. Nobody knows what's going on. Apparently, just, you know, the, the AD over there is, uh, you know, he's doing him. So, all right. And, and, and he really can't. Obviously, he's, you know, following, you know, the whole, the, the, the hiring freeze at this, at this point. So, he can't really do anything, per se. But man, he had, what a missed opportunity that was. Such a missed opportunity. I don't know what the deal was. You know, I don't know. It it, it just seems like they could have moved so much faster and they moved like freaking lava. Mm-hmm. So, but on the on the other news, um now it's interesting because as of right now, and I think we talked a little bit about this with Luke Yaklich um, when we had him on about the fact that this is kind of the dead period for uh, that the dead period for the for NCAA, the NCAA has been what is extended until May first, which means uh, you, you can't players can't visit colleges right now. That's that's a big no no at this point. By the way, it's most of the com most colleges' campuses are ghost towns anyway. So what's the point?
1: Anybody um, on there is probably a medical person that's staying in a dorm, what, even though they don't want to. You know, like there's nothing yeah. to stay in a college right now.
0: Yeah, you probably. This is probably. It's probably. It's for the best. But here's the kicker, though. Now, normally the the spring signing period I think is a couple weeks. Well, about uh, about four weeks from the middle of April to the middle of May. And that's still going on. April 15th is the first day, the first, the start of the spring signing period. That's still happening. The only difference now is that the spring signing period has been extended until August 1st. So you're going to have a lot of people who are going to be making, you're going to have a lot of high schoolers, you're going high schoolers or Juco guys are going to be making decisions way, probably way later than you would expect. However, I will point out, though, that you know you're gonna see on April fifteenth, within the next couple of weeks, you're gonna see a, a couple of those commits for all these colleges to start signing on the dotted line. Um, and I and 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 I know, obviously, Matt, you're excited about one of them who's going to be signed, who is, who committed uh, the, the guy you broke through the other guy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, But yeah, I mean, you, the, the commits are going to be coming. I, I, the, the verbal commits have despite the fact that we haven't really had any like basketball to play per se, the commits have been coming pretty hard and fast, which is, you know, which is again, like any other normal off season for anybody, which is, I, I guess helps us because it you know lends a little bit of a normalcy to our everyday lives, I guess. It's nice. It, it
1: feels like a college basketball off season right now, it which feel,
0: is it really, which it, you know, it, it well, yeah, again, the only difference between that and any other time is that we're doing it about a month in advance. Which you you know, which we never get to do, but now we get to, which is awesome. So so right. yeah, the um so it's going to be um but yeah, I actually wanted to talk about you yeah, know so talk tell us a little bit about Jalen Moore because he is a guy who is an actual so this guy's an actual point guard, correct?
1: He is an actual point guard. He is uh listed at 5'10, which means he's probably shorter than that, let's be honest. Um he is was a third team um all American for JUCO this year. So that's pretty cool. That's uh not something to ignore. Um, but he, like I said, he, he's five ten. he's, he's undersized. And everyone, from what I've heard and read, he would be a high major guy if he had some size, but because he's small, people are sleeping on him a bit. Um, people want to say it sounds a little bit like Kay Felder because we obviously love that in Oakland land. Um, I've watched a, n- a little bit of film and I don't see a lot of Kay Felder. Kay Felder had just that build. I mean, that dude was a tank when he came to college and then he just got bigger and stronger. Um, Jalen Moore is a bit, bit smaller, um he does have a nice step back which you need when you're short obviously. Um he can shoot from 3 when when he's left open which in Campy's system is important, being exactly. able to hit when it's left to you. Um but the thing is he's got he's got handles from, you know, and it's tough to tell cuz it, it is Juco film, so you know some of those guys are good, some of them are less so. I try not to get get super excited when I see film. I'm not Mike Davis, I'm not scouting on YouTube. But um Ooh. it's true. It's what he does. But um, from what you can tell, he should be able to get the offense in motion. He should sure. be able to get, you know, and that's, that's what it's about. You know, this is going to be, for Oakland, it's going to be Rashad, Rashad's team. It is. He's going to be the trigger. He's going to be the point, or the point man. But you need a point guard to start the offense. You don't want that ball in Rashad's hand at the beginning. So it's going to, you know, so Jalen Moore will, will have the ball to start. And then from there, he's able to hopefully get things moving, um, which is what Oakland lacked. For most of last year was somebody to get the offense started and mm-hmm. uh, hopefully sure, th- sure. that will be the key. Um, It's a, it's a nice signing. You know, I, I'm not huge on Greg Campy's recruiting and signings as of late, but at least on paper, this one looks very, very good. Let's hope he gets here. Everything goes well and he stays healthy and he's what we think he's going to be at Oakland. Mm-hmm. But um, that that's a nice signing from what sure, we sure. can tell so far.
0: Well yeah you also yeah, and I know also there's a oh yeah, that's right um, because I know Northern Kentucky I, <laughs> following North's report, I know those guys have been like following Darius Harding for like a while now uh, Darius Harding, who's the uh, Motlow community College Montlo State Community College player um, who is I believe you know they they did a ranking of uh, I think Juco uh, advocate I think tweeted out a top 100. Uh, top JUCO players. I think he's somewhere in the 80s. He's de- he's definitely top hundred. So he is he is definitely coming into Northern Kentucky next year. And I think for them, that's going to kind of take away the sting of losing Jalen Tate. To tell you the truth, um,
1: yeah, they've been very excited about him. Oddly enough, Jalen Moore was not on that top 100, which is interesting because you would think as a you know third team All American in JUCO that he'd probably yeah. be in the top 100. But whatever. But, That's um, OK.
0: I think yeah. it was. Yeah. You know who was number 11? No. Right outside the top 10. Nope. False. Si- Cleveland State fall signee Moy Hodge. OK. I am looking forward. To, yeah. he. That guy's a that guy's a beast. And I'm so looking forward to having him on there. So looking for it, but yeah, it's it's funny because you would think that Cleveland State was all set, and then they had Dalen Williams, t- two freshmen, uh, Dalen Williams and the JUCO transfer Tyrese Potoma. Those two have, um, those two have actually uh, entered the transfer portal. But next man up, because the Cleveland State got two more guys. They got a prep school kid, uh, Luke Woodrich. This kid can shoot, shoot the lights out. Which is awesome because Cleveland State last year—I don't know if you noticed—couldn't hit the broadside of a barn from the, on the arc.
1: They did not have any shooting. That's they
0: were—they were absolutely not good. And 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 Cleveland State would be the first to admit they—they are not a three—they were not a three-point shooting team last year. But yeah, they got some—they got some size. Um, the uh, Luke Woodridge—he's um, he, a six-seven guy, so he I easily could see him playing the stretch four, um, which is good because. You know, realistically, at the four and the five Cleveland State, really, um, I was a little concerned about their depth. I don't know if, yeah, I was a little concerned about their depth in terms of, you know, they have, they have Alka Eichelberger coming back, they have Spider Johnson come back, they've got that seven-footer kid, uh, Mabel Magok coming in, um, and they didn't really have anybody kind of at the four, per se, so I was of the impression that, yeah, they were probably going to hang on, they were going to do probably what they did this year. This past season and just flex uh, Tory Patton to the four. Now they don't really need to because they not only had Luke Woodridge come in, but they also just got another commit, Chris Green, coming in. So uh, two six seven guys. So it looks like the end, you know, and a little bit of Chris Green. Chris Green almost averaged almost seven rebounds a game when he was at he's cause he's at the community college of Beaver County in, uh, in, in Beaver County, Pennsylvania. So don't know why I only reason I know that is because, you know, I used to drive down in that general vicinity all the time on the way to my grandparents' house back in the day. But, um, but yeah, he's, he recently committed. So, so it's interesting where Cleveland state, I thought was going to have might an issue with, with, you know, with that, Front court rotation. I no longer have that concern. And then add all those other guys who were coming in. They got six new. It's funny because they Cleveland State has six new guys coming in next year, even after adding a bunch of people last year.
1: You know what's interesting is it really seems like most of the Horizon League teams, barring something crazy happening, are settled, except for the two that were already at the bottom with IUPUI and Detroit Mercy, and they're just that's true. You yeah know, what, what are they what are they doing in IUPUI, we we talked enough about earlier but like what what's going on at those schools yeah. like they need to start getting some some players in
0: so also too and i also wanted to point out um i also want to make mention of the fact um Green bay also got a new commit to monte taylor um he's a you know he looks like he's pretty flexible uh flexible guy at six five so he's definitely gonna hit if they if they hit if they hit on this guy the way they did with amari davis i am i'm gonna be very interested in seeing what uh and not to mention you have Tang Hamville coming back next year. Yeah. Um, that's going to be that the, Green Bay is going to be a scary team next year. I think with with all everybody they got coming back. I would agree. And, I mean they yeah, yes they lose Jaquan McLeod, yes they lose Cam Hangerson, but you could bring back, but you already have Amari Davis there who's just phenomenal and then you are bringing it, you know, you have Tang Hamville coming back and then you also have, you know, you got Demonte you got Demonte Taylor coming in. Um, you're, it's going to be an interesting, it, I think it's going to be very, very, they're going to be very scary next year.
1: What about Just Milwaukee? Come. Do we, do we have anything? No, we got, on got nothing
0: days? on Milwaukee. Yeah, Weird. we got nothing on Milwaukee. Um, I will mention also too, obviously, uh, you know, Luke Yaklich wasted no time. I know we couldn't really necessarily talk per se to him about kind of the kind of the ins and outs because they're not official, blah, 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 blah. We know that we know the score, but they did. They actually grabbed themselves kind of, they're addressing their now dearth of a backcourt with all the graduations. They did, they got Tavion Kirk who is uh, from Juliet West. Um, You know, he's coming in. That's going to be good. Uh, Local kid for them. So and not surprising cuz you know it, it he's been hitting it pretty hard the you know Luke Yaklich has pretty been hitting the recruiting trail pretty hard even you know even though he's not able to he's only able to do it from it's a digital you know, trail at, mo- at the moment but yeah i mean he he's really you know you know he, he's definitely hitting the ground running which which is what UIC needs really to kind of get them over the kind of that mediocre hump so i'll i'll yeah, and I know also. I think Youngstown. I think we mentioned Youngstown State had. I know Youngstown State had had a commit. We mentioned Alex Vargo was going to be uh, had committed to them. Uh, not this this not this episode, but a past episode. I know we talked about him. Uh, I think we talked about him after you know one of the after I think one of the transfers. I can't remember which one now. Um, well, the biggest was thing
1: couple- for. You. For Youngstown is unlike some other teams. Their their star came back.
0: That's Krizenberg true. Coming
1: back was is is bigger than any other signing they could have done.
0: That is true. Um, I know that. However, I should point out. Uh, I should point out. And he's gonna get. And he may actually get some extra work in because he is. He is. Uh, he is one of those people declared for the draft. NBA draft. Now he did. Obviously, he didn't sign with the agent. So he's got to probably. He's and and I like that – And I like the move there only because of the fact that it gives it, it, and this, and I know Kentucky does this every year that basically everybody declares for the draft, but it gives them some extra time to kind of work and, you know, kind of, you know, work on their skill sets and everything. So I think it's going to be advantageous that Darius Quisenberry did this. Although, given kind of how the whole dynamic with the coronavirus and all that good stuff, I don't know how that's going to really work. I don't know how that's going to be to his advantage um this time around, but uh, I I fully I do fully expect him to come back. Um oh, they also got to I should also point out that um they got a uh, Youngstown state got another prep school point guard um as well in Shamar Rayson, Mays. He uh, he actually committed last week too. So, um there are, there people are making yeah, uh some teams are making some moves, some people, some teams are Decidedly not. I think, um, I know I will point out that, um, we had uh, Nick Lawrenson had mentioned that Darweshi Hunter had been offered the, the 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 star out of uh, Central State in Division Two. He's uh, I believe he's he's gonna end up going somewhere else next year. So keep on moving, guys. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's interesting because you know, yeah, like you said, we. It, so I expect all of those guys who committed to sign on the bottom line sign on the dotted line probably within the next week or so we'll hear much more about them um and it's going to be I you know and let's face it that's you know, and we'll still hear more because again the the signing period is extended and I do think that uh, the thing is though yeah even when the dark period is lifted I don't know if anybody's going to be on campus that's I don't see it I just don't
1: I, I'm starting to think that some of these kids don't care. I mean, we, we I'm, I think we're going to still well, talk about it. You know, it's you obvious. Some kids signing. Care. Well, I mean, no, I
0: mean, you, if they cared, there wouldn't be 720 names in the transfer portal. I mean, there's 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 as there's probably as many kids in the transfer portal now as there have been in any other year. So, you know, the coronavirus or not, you know, the kids are still moving. You including know, did, a few that I want to talk to yeah. uh, talk about now. Um, Jalen Tate, as we know, was a grad transfer, and he's not the only one from Northern Kentucky. I want to talk about the, Silas Dekey too. Wasted no time getting out of Dodge. Um, but but Jalen Tate, obviously, he was kind of the he's kind of, you know in terms of grad transfers, he's kind of the top get. So he's going over. He's going to Arkansas,
1: which is cool. But you know. We were just talking about how these kids can't go to campus. That's a campus that, you know, we can't seem to see any noticeable reasons that he would be familiar with Arkansas. He hasn't, they, you know, Northern Kentucky hasn't played them. Well, Northern no, Northern Kentucky
0: played Arkansas last season. He didn't play them. Oh, he was okay. actually Hurt, but Northern Kentucky themselves actually played them.
1: That's my in mistake. Arkansas, okay. At
0: Arkansas. Yeah. They went so there if last So he was off year. that
1: trip, then hopefully he got to see campus maybe a little bit or something. You know, like.
0: Yeah. Or he got it secondhand. Who knows? <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, Jalen Tate is now officially going to be at, going to, going to Arkansas. Uh, Silas Adeki, his teammate in Northern Kentucky, um, I know Kyle had, Kyle Craven had alluded to um, potentially him also, uh, he had alluded to him in one of his Norse Report articles that Adeki may be on the move, and boy was he he made Silas Hideki is probably one of the guys who really got his shit together because he announced he was going to the transfer portal. And like an hour later, he was at East Eastern ETSU.
1: I, I <laughs> think there just, must be a minimum now, time.
0: That was like record speed that he was in. And then he's off somewhere else. Like immediately.
1: He knew exactly where he was. going. Like I said, there must be like a minimum time. You must be in the portal. Otherwise it just looks funky. Like, yep, I'm in the portal. Okay. I've been recruited. You know what? I like these guys. All right, moving on.
0: Or it was a completely complete surprise to ETSU, but I don't see that. I don't think so. No. So, um, so yeah, the, those are the two that I, you know, and I know uh, I'm trying to remember if there's a. Um, we'll get to the last one. I know you you really want to talk about this, but um, oh, there oh, was sorry. yeah, because <laughs> there's Trey Maddox, Trey Maddox, who was also in the transfer. Now Trey Maddox did something very. I, I'm not sure. What exactly happened here, or why, how it, how this whole thing transpired, but Trey Maddox announced on on what late Saturday night. Talk about a news. Talk about a late late night news.
1: He was on West Coast time. That's all.
0: Oh, he was on West Coast. Oh my bad. He was on West Coast time. It was only ten
1: o'clock at night on the West Coast. It
0: was only ten. Okay, so yeah, so um, he is now going to be. He is transferring to Cal State Fullerton.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: Cal State Fullerton, Okay, so so Cal State Fullerton from the Big West. Cal State Fullerton. When I think of Cal State Fullerton, I think of more baseball than basketball. I really do. It's
1: a baseball school, absolutely. It is,
0: a, it is absolutely a baseball school. It is you know perennial world uh, college world series school. Cal State Fullerton, not no. a basket, not really necessarily basketball school.
1: The um, biggest link I can find and well, if, hold on, let me back up. Um, so first, I, I found this to be an, a weird move on a lot of levels. Uh, but I've, you know I've tweeted about this. Anyone who probably is listening has seen the tweets, but um, you know he had just gone on, on a podcast with Jeremy Otto a couple days before, that's and true. He'd list, and he'd listed uh, um, or Jeremy Otto and
0: by the way, shameless plug Jeremy Otto, like I said, we're, he's going to be on with us in a couple weeks, so don't miss that. Yeah. We'll probably ask him about this too
1: you know he had he mentioned temple he'd mentioned Oregon State and you know you're like okay these are some decent school you know it's not the power five major schools yeah. that you know you were, I'm sure he was hoping but you're like okay cool and then he ends up in the big West at Cal State Fullerton and I, and I couldn't figure out why um actually while and I still didn't know while I've been on this with you somebody dropped me a little info about why
0: oh please I loved you here uh, because I it's a I mean it, to me it seems like a lateral move at
1: Best. At best, yeah. Cal State
0: Fullerton. When you think of the, when you think Big West and basketball, you do not think of Cal State Fullerton. You're thinking more UC Santa Barbara, the Mighty Gauchos.
1: Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> probably a much. I mean, California is nicer than Michigan. I I get that. That makes sense. You know, go playing games at Hawaii is probably pretty cool. Okay, I can see that. Um, biggest thing that somebody pointed out to me that I hadn't caught yet was that one of um, Fullerton's other commits is out of chicago and it is trey Maddox's cousin so there's a little bit of a family maddox thing happening out there Uh, it seems interesting Um, i haven't been able to fully verify that so if i'm wrong i apologize, but i'm pretty confident from what i can quickly gather that that is a thing um so that makes a little bit more sense um but i mean to go to go from you know we we can all laugh you know especially early on we all like to make fun of the arena oh it's a 4000 seat yeah but when it's full which it is most of the time it's a pretty good arena I mean, Cal State Fullerton averaged less than a thousand people a game. That that's Detroit Mercy and, and IUPUI bad. Yeah, that you know, that it's just it's just an odd move. Um, Trey, Trey, message me uh, for a minute today. I'm not doing that as a as like a siren. you try to drop, but he just said, um, basically, you know, this wasn't, um, you know, I'm mad at campy or anything like that. I just needed a fresh start. Um, and I think that's fair, and I think that I want to put that out there for him that you know he wanted a fresh start, but um, I think and this is not him telling me, this is just me kind of piecing things together. I think the big thing for Trey Maddox and all this is Trey wants to be the focal point of an offense. You know, on the podcast with Jeremy Otto, he talks about how, you know, his defense leads to offense and he prides himself on defense and he he does. He's a great defender. Uh Um, But I think for Trey, he wants that basketball lifestyle. He wants to be the focal point of an offense. And I'm guessing those other schools that probably did want him there, they wanted him there as a piece, which is what he what he is but he wants to be the star he wants to be okay. ball in hand scoring when it matters he wants to be the guy and okay. what he probably found is that at the end of the day he needed to go to cal state fullerton out in the big west to be that guy sure. And that's you know he's gambling on himself he, he says he wants to be in the nba he's uh-huh. got the he's got the body for it he's got the skills so you know what if he's gambling on himself that's a weird move but you know what good on him if he can make it happen nba will find you so sure.
0: cool you are you are you are not wrong i mean the the nba i don't and this and i'm glad you brought that up because sometimes that is kind of the mo for a lot of these guys that the nba is somehow going to find you but let's be honest a lot of these you know and i can't remember who pointed this out at, uh, but the a lot of these grant transfers are generally there, there's there's not many of them who end up transitioning to the n b a
1: it's not going how they or, want it to <laughs> no
0: it's not going on no that's you know you you could talk about the phenomenon of the grant transfer but at the bottom line is you know most of them are not really making the transition to to you know to a position they're not ending up in a position where they can realistically look at the n b a as an option and that's just not how that go? I mean, that's and I don't know if that's you know by design or whatever, but it's it's interesting that that is the case, no matter what. And I think it's very important that um you would think that we would get to a point at some point in time where kids would say, I mean, kids would look at this and say, okay, well, you know, this isn't really working out. You know, this didn't work out the way I wanted it to. Maybe I should have rethought that. Maybe I should have just stayed where I was at and call it a day. Now, there are obviously obviously extenuating circumstances, you know, coaching changes, um, mutinies, you know, things like that. But by and large, most of the – you know, we talk about this transfer epidemic, but who is it really benefiting? I mean – because most of the student most of the players that are transferring aren't doing any measurably better than the than the, than the schools they left
1: right um, and that's, I mean these kids are gambling on themselves and you know what there's something to be said for that and you just kind of if go all right, cool, I hope it works out how you expect it to And so far the statistics kind of show it's not, but that's you know I guess that's up they've got the same numbers. And,
0: but again as I mentioned there may be some other things in play sure. at that point in time. I'm sure there are. Um you know because you know after a few if we're being honest, you know after a few after a certain amount of time you may not jibe with the you know after a couple years you may not jibe with the coach. Um you may not uh, you may have gotten to a point where you want to go into another system and that's you know and maybe that's you know that's definitely a motivator I'm sure.
1: You know, but, for, for around here, we 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 kind of can look back at Javen Cumberland. You know, he yeah. left as a grad transfer. Um, he started a couple games, but most of the time he was a bench piece, kind of watching his cousin Chuck up shots. You know, honestly, I think if Javen Cumberland had stuck around here, he'd be playing in Europe. I don't know if that's going to happen for out Like you know, but that's a risk that he took and, and a choice that he made. And you just kind of have to sit back and see see how it works out.
0: Yeah, I mean that that yeah, Javen Jay, Cumberland is a perfect example, especially considering. When, you know, all you heard about was his cousin, Jaren, and not to mention not only his cousin, Jaren, but kind of the friction that he had with John Brannan, it sounds like, Mm -hmm. which I thought was kind of, kind of a icing on the cake over there. (laughs) Uh, But it's, but I mean, but again, he, he, he gambled on himself and he gambled on himself, you know, where he thought was familiar territory. With a guy he's played against, when he w- playing for a guy he played against in the Horizon League, playing with his cousin, and it didn't work out. I mean, it didn't work out as probably as well as he wanted to.
1: I'm but, sure he thought he'd play in the NCAA tournament. Turns out, no one gets to play in the NCAA tournament this year. So, you know, is, is that is that is that how you wanted your season to go? You don't, it's hard to tell. I hope so for him. It
0: truly is, but I mean, it. it but the bottom line is that yeah, he's yeah, and and again, I don't see and again this is kind of a, I, w- I want to say this is going to be kind of the end but I don't see it I mean again we've got a whole bunch of we we have a whole bunch of folks from uh, we have a whole bunch of people that are I don't know I think they're, we're going to see way more we, we're going to see way more coming out of IUPUI. Yeah, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be closer to the worst case scenario for them than the best case scenario and if that's the case Man, they're they're gonna have such. I mean, they were already gonna have a long season. I think it's gonna be even longer now. Just kind of throwing that out there.
1: Yes, it is. I agree. So,
0: so with that said, we're gonna go ahead. So, with that said, uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, wrap up this uh, this hundredth episode.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so, um, like I said, next week we're gonna have John Nolan on. Uh, we're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna talk some Fort Wayne basketball. For the first time on the well in depth, we're gonna talk about it for the first time on uh first time on the podcast. So definitely don't want to miss that. And uh, a couple weeks from now we'll like we said we're gonna have Jeremy Otto and then the fan battle royale. And I'm definitely looking forward to that. I am we will realize that dream of having everybody represented. We will realize it.
1: Except for IUPY. Or you will, you will suffer.
0: You will suffer. If I if I don't see if I don't see a if I don't get a confirmation from a fan from from a Horizon League school, and it's going to be not I I can't stress this enough I have mentioned this multiple times if your tier school is not represented may God have mercy on your soul <laughs> and then you could, then you only have yourself to be mad at.
1: I figure if 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 you know what
0: you know what you want to know what's messed up, there is there's probably Milwaukee fan out there right now saying, "Good, they deserve it." But I'm talking about you guys.
1: I I just assume no one from IUPOI listens to this, so therefore they they don't care if we were to kill them.
0: I don't know. Uh, Yeah. So um, I don't know. I mean, uh, the guys from the Jag Pound, you guys need to step your game up.
1: Come on, guys. Let's let's get you in here.
0: All right, so yeah, next week we've got John Noel. So, uh, so other than that, uh, that is going to do it. Again, you can follow the Horizon, the Horizon Roundtable at uh, horizonroundtable.com. You can listen to us wherever you find podcasts. Uh, please subscribe. Always, always good. You can find and you can find us on your Amazon or Amazon or Google devices and. Thank you as always for the 100th time not including not including bonus episodes thank you for listening